Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Who says you can't have a fancy restaurant meal at home? Not me. My famously frugal Aunt TC is coming by today, and I'm making her a five-star meal that won't break the bank. Salmon fillets coated in a sweet and savory molasses glaze, served up alongside a creamy mushroom and pea risotto, and wilted bok choy cooked in the same glaze as my salmon. For dessert, a light and creamy vanilla creme brulee with a fresh berry coulis. Look at my baby know how to economize. <laughs> I learned from the best. Mm, you better know. When you're born in the South, there are two things you're going to learn. Southern hospitality and good eating. Let's eat! Down here in South Carolina is where I sat at my grandmother's kitchen table and learned all of my family recipes. And now I've made those recipes my own as a traveling chef and caterer, inspired by the deep roots we have here in the Sea Islands of Charleston. These days, you can find me right here in this beautiful place I call home, feeding the ones I love the most. I'm Cartier, but when I'm in the kitchen, everyone calls me Miss Brown. I absolutely love my Aunt Tisi, but hmm, what's a nice way of saying it? She's a little tight. <laughs> she doesn't like spending a lot of money out at restaurants. She would rather cook it at home. I don't blame her. I mean, who doesn't want to save money? So instead of taking Aunt Tisi out to dinner, I'm going to bring a five-star restaurant to her at my house. I'm starting on a pea and mushroom risotto. It looks like something you'll get at a five-star restaurant. I'm dicing one large onion. I'm going to get this in a skillet with some oil and butter. Butter and oil is going to give me that double dose of fat I want. That's how you get that rich flavor. Dump my onions directly to this hot skillet. I'm doing it up for Auntie C. While these onions sweat down, I'm gonna clean and slice my baby Bella mushrooms and mince some garlic. I decided to use baby Bella mushrooms because it's super, super flavorful. Just brush it off with a little brush here. Instead of washing them, mushrooms already have a lot of moisture. You don't need to add any additional moisture. So I grew up in a, a household where eating out was a luxury. My mom cooked at home a lot. She was a single mother and she worked at one point, I can remember, three jobs. 
there was times where I really wanted to go out to eat and she really just couldn't afford it. But my mom made sure I had a restaurant quality meal at home. So I'm just gonna slice these lengthwise just like that. I'm leaving them a little thicker. Risotto is one of those things that take a long time to cook. I don't want the mushrooms to disappear throughout the cooking process, so I'm making them a little thicker. So I sliced eight ounces of Baby Bella mushrooms, and now I'm mincing five garlic cloves. I love that earthy flavor mushroom gives. Growing up, I did not like mushrooms. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I didn't like that I like now, but give me a baked mushroom, a stuffed mushroom, ooh, girl. So these onions look nice and sweated down. The moisture has released. Now I'm adding my sliced mushrooms and garlic. I'm gonna cook this until some of that moisture has come out of the mushrooms, and I'm not gonna add salt to this right now. If I add salt right now, the mushrooms are just gonna get really soggy, and I'm not gonna be able to create that little crust that I want. Let this kind of brown at the bottom, and then deglaze it with some white wine. So let me tell you about my Aunt TC. She's really not my aunt. She was my mom's best friend growing up. So she's technically my godmother, but I call her my Aunt TC because she's everyone's aunt. She's loud, she is crazy, she is funny, but most of all, she is lovable. Everyone loves Aunt TC, and she does a lot for a lot of people. She takes care of her husband, she takes care of her family, she takes care of her community, her church. She is an awesome, awesome person. So it's only right that I make her this fabulous meal because, honey, she works and she deserves something special. Aborio rice. It is the rice you make risotto with. It's a short grain rice and it's really, really starchy. And the starchiness in that rice is gonna give that nice, creamy texture. These mushrooms have wilted down two cups of rice. I'm gonna toast the rice in here. That's how you start off a risotto, by toasting the rice first. The smells that are coming off this pan, I'm smelling the, the onions, I'm smelling the garlic, I'm smelling my stock I got back here. It's gonna absorb all of this liquid that I'm gonna keep adding to it. I'm telling you, by the time this finishes, it's gonna be creamy and beyond delicious. Salt and pepper. I don't have to oversalt this because the stock, of course, has a lot of sodium. A risotto requires about six cups of chicken stock. But instead of pouring all of the stock in at once, you have to slowly incorporate it. So you pour a cup in, stir it around, let it absorb, and you're gonna keep doing that until you're out of stock and until this pot is nice and creamy. This at a restaurant would easily cost you about $22. I may have spent $10 on this entire meal, and Auntie C didn't spend a thing. She's gonna get a five-star meal for free 99. <laughs> now I'm going to deglaze my pan with white wine. I always encourage people to use a wine that you will drink. Mm-hmm. Put it on low and just keep adding in the stock. It's gonna absorb, I'm gonna add in more stock, and I'm gonna keep doing that for about 35 minutes. Coming up. Another homemade restaurant classic, a light and creamy vanilla creme brulee with a fresh berry coulis. Ooh, I'm excited about this. And later, this molasses glazed salmon is gonna have my Aunt TC's taste buds singing. Mm, what is it saying to you? It says more. <laughs> <laughs> 
my favorite fancy restaurant that I always go to, I always order the creme brulee. I spend anywhere between 12 and I've gone up to $20 on some creme brulee. I'm making that at home with everything I already have in my fridge. A carton of eggs, some sugar, some cream, maybe $5. Just separating five eggs here. So I'm basically making an elevated pudding with a little bit of caramelized sugar on top. And I don't think Aunt TC has ever had creme brulee. But I know one thing's for sure, she definitely wouldn't spend no $12 on a dessert. With the creme brulee, you only want the rich egg yolk. We're talking about saving some money here, so don't waste that egg white. You can use it for a omelet or something next day, or if you wanna stay on the fancy route, you can use it for a meringue. To the egg yolks, I'm gonna add a half a cup of granulated sugar. Give it a little whisk. This is the start of my custard. All right, I'm gonna get this heavy cream going on a low simmer. Had I added, let's say, this egg directly in here while it's hot, it could easily curdle. So I wanna temper the eggs first before I add it to the pot. I always order the creme brulee. Maybe it's the cracking of that sugar on top and just the way that pudding feels on your tongue. I love it. If you don't want something heavy, always go for the creme brulee. Right, that's nice and incorporated. Pinch of salt and two capfuls of vanilla. The bottom of this bowl is still a little cold, so I'm gonna add just a teensy bit more of the warm cream. Slowly pouring in my egg mix. It sounds like a Frenchy dessert, but essentially it, you're making vanilla pudding. The only thing that really makes it elevated is that you're cooking it in a water bath and you're also adding the caramelized sugar on top. So if you made homemade banana pudding before, you can make creme brulee. While this is thickening up, I gotta check on my risotto over here. Two hands, watch this. Add another ladle of warm chicken stock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, get that going. At a restaurant, you got your line cooked, you got your head chef, you got your sous chef. In my kitchen, I am all of those. This is taking some brain power here. I know that this is the right consistency because when I whisk, I see the lines from my whisk. And it doesn't have to be the consistency of a pudding because I'm gonna continue baking the creme brulee in the oven. I'm gonna get my ramekins. I'm creating a water bath because I wanna make sure the creme brulee cooks nice and even and I don't have any cracks. I have my oven set to 325. I'm gonna bake it for about 35 to 45 minutes. While my creme brulee is baking, I'm gonna get started on my coulis, which is a fancy word for mixed berry sauce. And I'm just gonna use the coulis later as a little drizzle, a little sauce on there, you know. I'm gonna use about two cups of mixed berries. I have strawberries, I have raspberries, blueberries, and blackberries. Cut off the tops of the strawberries. You go to a fancy restaurant. Instead of them calling it mixed berry sauce, they're gonna call it a coulis a half a cup of sugar, two mint leaves, a teaspoon of lemon zest. That's gonna add a little bit of that tartness and a little zing zang. And I'm gonna juice half of this lemon. Pulse this up and let it go until it gets nice and liquidy. Ooh, it's so pretty. Let me make sure it's the consistency I'm looking for. Once I pop it in the fridge, it's gonna thicken up a little bit. I'm gonna be able to pour it or squeeze it on my plate and make a nice little decoration with it. 
If you're going to go to a fancy restaurant, of course, they're going to give you presentation. And that's exactly what I want to do for Auntie C. And now for the main attraction, my molasses glazed salmon. So I have two beautiful center cuts of salmon here. I'm going to make this nice molasses soy glaze. It's kind of a combination of like my southern roots and mixing it up with a little Asian flair. Molasses just has that, that deep, almost like a burnt caramel taste, and it goes extremely well with soy. You wouldn't have think, but that's the thing about cooking. I'm always experimenting in the kitchen, trying to figure out new flavors, and this one was a win. I'm gonna add sesame oil, kind of going along with that Asian theme here. Fish sauce. It is on the salty side, so if you've never worked with it, use a little at a time. Rice wine vinegar is gonna add a little bit of tartness to that. Honey. Between the molasses and the honey, you're gonna get a really nice glaze on top of that salmon. And it's gonna look like, you know, you ever go to a restaurant and you see that, like, oh my goodness, the salmon looks perfect. It's because they use some type of sugar, especially when you're searing or broiling salmon. I'm using two cloves of garlic, but I'm also gonna add ginger. I'm peeling the skin with a spoon. Nice little trick I've learned over the years. And I like a lot of ginger, so I'm not gonna skimp on it. Ginger's gonna add that fresh little snap to this. Give it a little mix. All right. Let me check on my risotto. It smells incredible. I'm adding some more stock. Got my salmon here. Let me give it a little salt on top. And I'm using salmon that has the skin on. There's nothing better than a crispy skin on salmon. Same pepper I used in the risotto. Add my sesame oil. I love using sesame oil. Number one, it has a very high smoke point. And number two, it's gonna give you a really, really nice nutty flavor. Make sure that gets nice and hot, because I want that sear to be serious. Mm-hmm. Salmon doesn't take long at all to cook. I would say about three to four minutes on each side. Let me check on my risotto. Risotto needs some more stock. This reminds me of my catering days. I'm working. Let that cook out. Let me check on my salmon. Once it turns this pale pink here at the bottom, you know that that side has started to cook, so it means you can flip it over at this time. Uh-huh. Look how crispy that is. That's what I'm talking about. Leave that skin on. A little salt to that. A little pepper. Now I want to work with my glaze. Brush that on there. And because I want to create a sauce too, pour a little right in here. Okay, it's going to seep in in the bottom there. What I like to do at this point, because it doesn't take long at all on this side to sear, I flip it back over and let it continue to cook from the skin side. I can tell if the salmon is cooked by pressing onto it. The firmer it is, the more that you know that it's cooked in the inside. While that finishes off, add a little bit more stock. So I know that this is almost done by the texture of the rice. Remember I said that it was gonna get nice and creamy? And it did, I haven't even added the Parmesan cheese yet and it's already creamy. Wow, that is great. I'm getting the earthiness from the mushrooms. I'm tasting a lot of that garlic. And my salmon is done. <laughs> While that salmon is resting, the salmon has to rest, I'm gonna get started on my bok choy. So bok choy is in the cabbage family. You find it a lot in Asian cuisine. You get the best of both worlds with this. You get the crunchiness from kind of like the, the stem here, the bottom part, and you get the softness and the leafiness from the top of the greens. What I'm gonna do is sear this side. 
get it nice and caramelized in the same skillet that I cooked my salmon in. And to this bowl, I'm gonna also add grated garlic, some canola oil, butter like I did with my risotto. I'm using two different types of fats. Again, just enhancing that flavor. Cut side down. I really like the flavor of bok choy, so I really don't wanna mask it with too many things. So I have a little bit of the stock left over. I'm gonna pour the stock directly into this pot here. It's gonna steam the bok choy, and it's also gonna create a really nice sauce. A little bit of my soy molasses to this. Auntie C is in for a treat. Auntie C! Hey, my dear. Oh my goodness, it's good yes. to see you. Yes, it's good to be here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Have a seat on TC. Some setup I got here, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. While you wait here, I'm going to go inside and get what I've prepared for you this evening. Okay. Well, would you like me to come in the kitchen and help? Oh, no, 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 no. You sit there. I shall return, madame. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> get this finished up. I want to add some peas to this risotto. If you add them very early in the cooking process, it'll lose all its color and it becomes very, very mushy. Some grated parm. It's creamy now, but once I add this parm, you'll see. And I don't skimp on the parm. I'm gonna grab my creme brulee. Oh man, that smells amazing. Smelling the vanilla. I'm gonna let that cool before I put it in the fridge. By the time we've eaten all of our food, that creme brulee will be ready. All right. Plate this. Yes. How'd I do? Cardi, mm-hmm. this food looks great. Mm, girl, you make me want to slap somebody. I hope it's not me. <laughs> you better not spend a whole lot of money on me now, because you know I don't like that. For us to go out and have wine, this would easily cost $100. I spent less than half of that on the whole thing. Look at my baby know how to economize. <laughs> I learn from the best. Mm, you better know. You save room for dessert? Girl, I always save room for dessert when I come here. <laughs> Pass me that sugar. Oh, okay. please. I am going to brulee your cream. You're a little fancy today, aren't you? <laughs> Girl, you better be careful with that thing. A little creme brulee. Oh, yes. Oh. A little bit of decor. Mixed berry coulis. Fresh berries. You gotta break the brulee. Yeah. It's oh, my favorite part. Mm-hmm. This is so good. It's something like you just want to sit here and eat with your eyes closed. Let's try it. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Keep closing your eyes. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Can I give me a little tip? I mean, no. if you want to give me one, okay. Just keep cooking, girl. <laughs> I thought I was getting some money. Well, I should have known. You should have known. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.